pandemonium reigns. Yo, welcome back to episode two of the day, episode like 16 or 17 or 18. We're getting up there, bro, in the episode count. Um, pandemonium reigns, baby, and it's a special Orange Cast episode here to talk Tennessee and Akron's. Thank you so much for letting us tickle those ears because is it safe to say that Tennessee tickled Akron or is that like too far? I don't think it's too far. Um, Akron wanted to fight, man. They wanted to, they didn't want to play football. They wanted to fight. Um, <laughs> and we gave them, we gave them 63 points for it. I wish we had kind of kept going. It's fine. Fine. Um, yeah, no, not too far. Not too far. Okay. Well, uh, recap there. We gave them heck. As Philip Fulmer would say, we gave them boys heck. But, you know, as on our previous episode, we talked about a win coming at a cost. So we're just going to go ahead and nip this conversation piece in the bud real, uh, in, real quick. Tillman and Jabari Small, two dudes who we just did not need to get in hurt. And this is one of those games where you get in and you get out healthy. And, uh, again, before we kind of get deep into this conversation, I was a little pissed off in the third quarter. I'm going, listen, there's something in the air tonight with the injury thing. Get Hooker out. Get these dudes. Why is, why is, why is Jalen Wright still carrying the ball in the third quarter when small as sorry, we just kicked off this episode. I just need to apologize to fans. But why is he still in there? Small's hurt. You've got a Sampson and a, a Williams Thomas who are freshmen behind him. Our running back stable is not deep. Nope. We can't afford this. What sure the can. heck? Get him out. Yeah, um, one of my biggest issues with the game, uh, because you'd already seen Tillman go down in the second quarter, um, saw Jabari Small go down in the second play of the game or so, um, why are you risking a running back? I mean, put the walk on in the third quarter, honestly. I'm not, not, I'm not, being, I'm not exaggerating here. The game's over. You it's don't over. need to prove anything. Um, the only thing that I could even argue – was that they're just in, continuing to increase the contact for Jalen Wright, but it's not that crucial in this moment of the third quarter of the Akron game. No doubt. It's it's really not. Um, apparently, Sampson, I guess Williams Thomas got some time, more time there late because Sampson, I don't know if something happened with him. Um, but yeah, this, uh, you know, the only thing that could have been worse is losing this game if you if you lose Tillman for even one game. Yeah. Um, you know, if the three, the other three scholarship running backs are healthy, you can afford Jabari Small a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But when you target Cedric Tillman 18, 20 times against Pittsburgh and he makes a lot of key plays on those targets, you can't lose him even for one week, whether it's Florida, whether it's another SC team. You just don't need that. You really don't. Uh, I hear you. I, so for our listeners, 99.9% of the time, Michael and I in agreement. See, I think Tillman – in this scenario between the two is a little more or a little less valuable because of the depth of the position. We still have a Jalen Hyatt. We still have a Brew McCoy, at least had, don't know what's going on yet, a Jimmy Callaway. Um, (laughs) Anyway, there's just not dudes behind uh, Small, though, other than 
right. Dylan Sampson's just not proven yet. He's only seen action against Ball State and, and Akron. If I have to choose between the two, this is going to sound crazy, I think, to a lot of Tennessee fans, but I, give me Jabari Small just because I think that running game is going to – listen, Hooker can sling it. He can and, – and Hyatt can take the top off. Brew brings the physical standpoint. I'm not saying that Tillman's not a good player, but we're just, we're just much deeper uh, at that position. But needless to say, I know that you, my boy, are going to be refreshing Twitter like constantly – until Saturday comes, getting injury updates on Jabari and on Cedric. Yeah, it's a frustrating search. Uh, if you're a Twitter user, it's a frustrating search to search Cedric Tillman's name. Um, and he had a tweet, you know, a, a lot of guys were not happy with those Akron players. And it, I'm not even going to, like, get into it. Like, I, I didn't like what I saw from Akron, um, really. There's a reason DJ Irons is at Akron and not Auburn or somewhere else because he's talented and he's big and he's athletic. But there's a reason he's at Akron, and it's beyond a cluttered or full quarterback room. It is a lot of mental game for DJ Irons because apparently he was sitting around John with anyone he could get his his mouth at mm-hmm. for Tennessee after the game, and and had to, and Tennessee players were being held back and things like that. Just a clown show. The game was a 57 point difference. Mm-hmm. You lost by 57. And you're one of the worst teams in football. Go home. I'm sure you got paid. Come to town. Go home. Uh-huh. But yeah. Um. And and just to reiterate, the only reason I say that about Tillman over Small, and I can certainly see the value of Small. You need his pass blocking if he's not even giving it to you in the in the run game. Right. Um. But it's just it's just how many targets Cedric I get it. gets and is going to get. That's the only reason. And but I I do stand by it. And it's just that trust I would say between him and Hendon. I totally get it. I, I feel that I would be in the minority on that stance anyway. But you're you're exactly right on Irons. He's a heck of a ball player, but he just doesn't have it between the ears. He's a bit of a basket case. And you know what? Aaron Murray kept the commentator for that game on Saturday night, kept making jokes about him being in the transfer portal. But you know what? There might be a reason he's at Akron, like you said. Yeah. Um. I, you can't convince me otherwise. And, and – I <laughs> You look at the Auburn situation, you tell me that DJ Irons couldn't play at Auburn right now. I just think there's much more of a reason than, again, a full body of quarterback room um, or it being cluttered and him getting beaten out. Maybe he got beaten out, but I don't like the kid, the way his attitude was at all. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, on the topic of of DJ Irons, let's talk about him for a second. He completed 32 balls on 44 attempts, good for 240 yards. Now, if you look at this and you're a Tennessee fan, you're going, oh, my gosh, no. This kid threw for 240. Anthony Richardson's going to throw for 600. They were behind the whole game. They had to throw. The whole game. They had to throw. They netted 35 rushing yards. What are you going to do, keep running it? I mean, mean, they had to throw. And now – he did complete more than you'd want to see him complete on 44 attempts. But again, Tennessee's playing a little bit softer. Mm-hmm. Warren Burrell for all the discussion, for all the drama with his play over the years was not available. Um, and it went deeper than just Christian Charles and Kamal Haddon. I mean, we played some, some legit bodies starting yeah. in the second quarter at cornerback. Christian um, Harrison early as early as the second quarter. Yep. Early in that game. And, and Hey, I love it because it was talked about how bad the Akron team is. They were not going to push Tennessee. And, and I would say that the most damage they could have done was completing 32 of 44 attempts from the starting quarterback. I mean, truly, that's about all they could do. Uh, I know he wasn't 100%. He did extend plays with his legs, but he never really 
came close to hurting you with his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, I'm sure he picked up a first down here or there, but um, a, a, an efficient game overall for Irons, but a lot of bodies getting in the game, which I love for Tennessee. De- defensively, a lot of bodies defensively. So that that brings me back to my my problem is why weren't we doing that offensively? Yes, we win a series where Jimmy Callaway caught three straight balls, but he's off the field because he's punching a dude in the helmet, which doesn't make a lick of a sense. Why aren't we rotating? Like, why didn't we see Walker Merrill earlier? Why didn't, why didn't, what's the issue with handing off to a Jordan Williams Thomas in the second quarter? I mean, uh, did we feel like we had to secure it that badly? Was it, was it not already over? I'm, I, I just don't get this. Are, are you, were you trying to cover the spread? I, yeah, great, great questions. And I have answers to none of them. Um, the only thing that I can even even begin to guess is, like I mentioned, with wanting to get right contact because of the fumble issues, because of now the the instability of Jabari Small's health, um, and because of the time that Jalen Wright has notably missed in camp due to his injuries concerns. But it, it wasn't that crucial against Akron right. in the third quarter or even late second quarter. There's no reason, and, and, and understand this, again, we talked about this before, but if a back starts a drive and it's not late in the game, they are finishing the drive unless unless they get hurt on that drive. They're finishing the drive. Tennessee's yeah. not going to sub right. unless something just gets weird. They're not going to sub. So that's a big part of it, but not an excuse. Again, no excuses for the usage of the running backs in this game. Exactly. Well, I guess let's go ahead and just spin this into some positive limelights and let's talk about the activity that went on in Akron's backfield and how much we were just setting up shop back there. What were the numbers? I, I'm, I'm really counting on you right here. How many TFLs did we have? Do you know this? Ooh, I know we got into double digits. I think it's 11. Um, let me see if I can confirm that really no, quick. No, it's 11. I was just, I mean, I knew this in the back of my head. I was wanted to see if, dude, 11. My man. My and, man. And, and the conversation coming out of Ball State was, holy crap, can we get to the quarterback? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Feel like Four I'm running an Obama campaign. Game. Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> Four more sacks for Tennessee in this game, man. Yeah, dude. I and mean, give it to, we, against a against the Q who can move. Again, uh, yes, exactly. Um, it's not like they played the backup there who wasn't as mobile as Irons. Uh, four four sacks, two for the youngster Elijah Herring. Yeah, bro. On one drive. How about yeah, that drive bro. for Herring? Yeah, dude. Give it to me. Dude looks physical. Uh, violent hands, uh, low pad level. I love it. And that he's a true freshman. Give it to me all day, all day long. All your other sacks coming from, yes, your other (laughs) sacks coming from Bryson Eason and James Pierce Jr. And boy, did I like what I see, what I saw from James Pierce Jr. and Joshua Josephs, man. I'm talking about if, if the play went outside their way, they were cutting back, they were coming up field. They were great in pursuit, man. Yeah, they were. Good angles. Good angles. Loved what I saw from them. think they're going to have fantastic Tennessee careers and very solid freshman years. Man, I, I hope so, and I am here for it. All right, let's keep moving our way through the Tennessee defense here. Aaron Beasley doing his thing again. Jeremy Banks had a good night, responsible for that fumble uh, in the uh, red zone. And um, I don't – man, I just – I like – I just can't say enough about Aaron Beasley right now. I I am 
he he I know that we talked about this previously on the last episode, but he is looking like last year's Theo Jackson at the linebacker spot, and that is just so huge. He's he's violent, and when he shoots the gap, man, he does it full speed. He does it full speed. His hair is on fire right now. It's like you listen to every bit of Tennessee offseason coverage where people are talking about how well Banks has played and how how solid mm-hmm. he's been as a linebacker coming in as running back. He did the same thing, mind you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like he took all that personal, man. He's Michael Jordan right now with the iPad in his hands. I took that personally, and he's playing incredibly well. He's playing his best football, yep. and he's a linchpin of this defense right now. Dude, it's 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 remarkable. I mean, you know, again, this 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 Akron game very comparable to the Ball State, so you can't make a lot of judgments, assessments, so forth and so on. But you can judge effort. You can judge, um, you know, how fast a dude is shooting the gap, how hard he is in pursuit of the ball carrier, and I just I really like what I'm seeing from Aaron Beasley right now. One hundred percent. Moving to the next level, thought our safeties played well. Had a much better game, much better bounce back game from that pit game. I know where you're going. That was Akron, but that's where I'm going. Yep. But the angles, the angles will translate from game to game. Take if you take a bad angle against Pitt or Akron, you're probably going to get ran by. You have a chance to anyway. Yeah. Um, they played a lot more sound, I thought. Um, especially McCullough. He was kind of everywhere there for for times in that game. He was responsible um, for a TFL or two, wasn't he not? He was, yeah. And I know um I know Flowers had a flag there flag for for pass interference he did arrive just a hair early but again i like where he's at he's he's around the football um again i think a bounce back game for both those guys yeah yeah i like it a lot of bodies like you've already mentioned rotating in and out at corner christian charles and kamal hatting uh getting that start i'm gonna sound like a broken record Good play, but barrier. I just I almost made a word right there. Barrier, very <laughs> inferior. Of how now, brown cow? Uh, very inferior opponent. Uh, which you know what our front four, front seven really made it difficult on the queue. So made the corners job easy on the night. But liked what I saw. Uh, Again, liked that guys like a Christian Harrison and Brandon Turridge got to see the field early. So, I don't know. You have, a, you have an assessment there or any kind of additional comments on, on the corner? Nothing situation? crazy just just due to who, who we played and due to how much, you know, how much leniency they had with how far off the ball they were playing at times. Not the entire game like it was against Ball State. And right. Akron also didn't get the ball out as quickly as Ball State, which led to some of those pressures and sacks. But, yeah, yeah overall, I'm pleased with what I saw. They yeah. they look to be improving when when they're kind of exposed in an area. They look to improve much quicker than they have in the past in that area. Absolutely. Waiting to see how this season unfolds and if this rotation continues. I know that it didn't against Pitt, but interested to see how this cornerback position goes forward throughout the season when, for example, a Florida comes to town or when we travel down to LSU. All right, let's flip on over to the other side of the ball and let's talk offensive line. And I'm going to make a comment, and I need you to not hate me for this. Promise. Because I promise. I've, I've been holding this in since the Ball State game. And I just kind of wanted to see if it was coming to fruition, and I feel like it is. So, offensive line, 
I, I'm, I don't like it. You have to do better on the ground than what we did. Yes, Wright had almost 100 yards, but he, he carried the ball 23 times, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Dylan Sampson had 57 yards, but two of those plays came off of a speed option when, 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 in which he was able to turn the corner. And then you've got some, some, some dude with the last name Wilk. I'm sorry, bro. I don't even, I don't even, Patrick. Okay. There's your, there's uh, your walk on Patrick Wilk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I just don't feel like we ran well. The, the holes against a inferior Akron were not there. And this concerns me. So here's my comment. This feels like 2012 where we can sling it all over the yard, but my Lord, if we need a yard or two, it's, but it's hold your breath. I'm with you. Um, and I'm with you probably even more because I don't remember what Jim Cheney wanted to do. And I know we had receivers and a quarterback who could get it to him and he could throw it. I would like to see a uh, throwing competition who can throw it further between Tyler Bray and Joe Milton just for the record. But <laughs> Joe Milton. <laughs> yeah, Joe Milton all day. There's on his knees, he could probably he might out throw most quarterbacks. Yeah, um he can out throw God. <laughs> Maker oh, of blasphemer. heaven and earth. Oh, you blasphemer. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, yeah, dude, I don't like I don't like the play calling. It, it just and and again, Akron, Ball State, yada yada. It feels like it's about three or four plays and I'm fine with that. If you execute, I really am. Sure. I don't need to see a wide open playbook. I don't need to see all these things like we've complained about and ran into in the past. Right. Um, but it feels so uh, just repetitive and redundant uh-huh. and, and you're not executing it against ball state and Akron, let alone Pitt. Um, and you're winning through the air. You're making winning plays through the air. And even the average, if you look at that, it was above five on Saturday night, mm-hmm. left a lot to be desired. That is a winning number mm-hmm. if you could do that. But how do you think it's going to go if Tennessee tries those same middle runs, A gap, B gap against that big lard that Florida's got in the middle of that defense line? It, it, it's not going to go well. It's it's not going to well, which uh, I'm, I'm really glad you asked me this, which is why I believe that we put that speed option on tape. Because think about this, we in the ball state go back to the ball state game. Uh, twice in the red zone, we ran a either a zone read or a read option with Hooker, and he was able to get in with his legs. I think that was to put that on tape for Pitt. I can't remember if we actually did this against them, but I, I mean, honestly, against a ball state, you should be able to say, "All right, trap left, trap right, whatever, <laughs> counter gap, or halfback dive through the a gap, touchdown." Should be the case. But we decided to put a speed option on tape, which makes me think, okay, we're giving Florida more to prepare for to hopefully open up for those more, for lack of better words, basic runs through the A and B gap. Don't be surprised. I know that I say this a lot. If, you, if, if we give a look that starts out like a speed option and it turns into Hooker shooting straight through the A gap, or yeah. it, or it, or a speed option, and Princeton fan is actually coming across, and it's going to be a dump, you know, yes. to him or something. But you know, I, I'm I'm not happy with our ability to run. I I, I I say what I have said. It feels like 2012 when we couldn't run on a Montana or whoever it was, and but we could sling it. We could sling it to Hunter. We could sling it to Cordell Patterson. 
And in this case, we can sling it to Tillman. We can, we, we've got a plethora of dudes that we can throw it to. But if it comes down to running it, if we get into a fourth and short situation against Florida and, and the game is, is, is going to be decided on that play, I'm just telling you now, I don't know that I'm going to be able to look. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to be right there with you. Um, and, oh, man. Just not a good, not a not a good thing to think about at all. I will say this: um, some of the commentary as we approached the Georgia game a year ago, <laughs> you had uh, Cade Mays telling Cooper as the center, Cade being the right tackle a year ago, <laughs> don't don't back up when you're facing Jordan Davis. Don't take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and you know I liked the the idea of having Jordan Davis on the field with our with our tempo and going side mm-hmm. to side. Not that you could. Not that Tennessee could have beat Georgia a year ago, and, and nor could they probably this year, but give me that big guy in the middle having to deal with this tempo. Um, I guarantee you the SEC – I'll tell you this. Here's my bold prediction a few days out. The SEC offices, Greg Sankey Incorporated, uh, they're going to have some film of some fake injuries for that big guy in the Florida defense because he's going to be sucking air. Yay. And he's not a bad player. I'm not saying that, but he's going to be exhausted. So I'll be keeping my eyes posted. I'll be watching the way you get off the field and how soon you're back on the field. You know, this this is a conversation that we need to revisit because if the if the conference with the NCAA never does anything about this fake injury thing, Hypel is going to have to consider his offense. He is. I agree because the tempo is good when it works. It really is, and it helped Tennessee a, a year ago, and it's helping them now. But I mean, if if you can fake an injury and get as many timeouts or half the amount of timeouts that Ole Miss got a year ago. Mm-hmm. You have to change. You got to change. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, in regards to the offensive line, don't like our ability to run. Don't hate our ability to protect the queue, though. Very weird how this is working out. Again, reminiscent of, of 2012. Let's move our way outside on the offense and let's talk receivers. There was a voodoo magic spell in the air. Um, you and I were texting, and I believe you said this before Tillman actually got hurt. Get him out. It's coming, right? And, of course, the worst-case scenario happened. You know, we think we'll, we're probably going to get him back. Don't know that we're going to get him back by Saturday. Yeah. But it, it looks to be an ankle and not a knee. Not that the, you want to avoid the ACL. You don't, want a high, you don't want an ankle or a high ankle sprain, but you want to avoid the, the ACL at all costs because that would be his season – He's already not a burner as a receiver. He's he's good at getting separation. He's a good route runner, but he's oh, not absolutely. a burner. Um, so he doesn't need hits to that speed for his longevity and his pro career. And uh, it's going to be r- ridiculous and stupid, but all the odds are going to be on his 40 time when pro day comes and, mm-hmm. and when the combine comes. It's just going to be stupid is what it's going to be mm-hmm. because he's going to ball out, I think, in the NFL. Um, but, again, the receivers, aside from that, and I think I did – I was probably saying that following the first speed option touchdown because he took that awkward mm-hmm. hit from Dylan Sampson, unfortunately, mm-hmm. going into the end zone, and it and it was truly awkward. Um, I think in both cases, his foot was probably planted um, when he took the hits or the contact, which is just not ideal because that really puts a lot of tension on, in this case, I guess his ankle because I, I certainly thought it was his knee and haven't slept a moment since. Just kidding, but yeah, <laughs> I've not felt great since. But Right. Yeah, I was wanting him out of the game after that speed option that Sampson scored on there, his first touchdown. Um, not sure why we played so many guys as long as we did. Even Jalen Hyde, I mean, 
we saw him do the things we want to see him do. I mean, he took he took a short pass to the house. He he got it wide open on that switch wheel situation that we run so often. Mm-hmm. Um, we know how fast he is. Florida knows how fast he is. Everybody knows how fast he is because he's been doing it for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, get him out of the game. Yeah, absolutely. You were talking about the t- Tillman speed, you know, saying he's not a burner. So I'll say, you know who is a burner? <laughs> yeah. Jalen Hyde is a burner, which is great for – I mean, look at the value in a guy who can take off the top of a defense. Look at Alabama last year. Look at them now. They don't have a guy, at least right now, who can take the top of a defense. And if we can keep that where that keeps defenses like a Florida in a too-high look, a too-high safety look – that should help our ability to run. We've said what we've said about Jalen Hyatt. We did not mention his stats. Five catches, 166 yards. My goodness. Listen, one, one thing before we move on to Brew. He catches that slant, and he just – he's gone. Gone. He's gone. Glad to see he's having the year that – we thought he was going to be having right going in. Absolutely. Bru McCoy didn't get the targets, didn't get the catches, got a couple flags, at least one. <laughs> He's one ext- of the worst calls I've seen all season. Yeah. Long. Yeah. Extremely physical, which if that ball is behind the line of scrimmage, it's a different story. Love his physicality. If if I'm Coach Hypel, I'm saying, listen, just be aware, but do not lose your physicality. Just kind of be aware, which you can't because balls behind you yeah and so i'm if i'm hopping i'm saying you know what keep stay physical we'll eat we'll eat the yards you know but uh, a little disappointing uh through the lens of of brew mccoy not getting uh he only got one catch for for nine yards so a little disappointing there uh, which moves us to a early ball that squirrel white got which, which again so there's a guy okay 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 Here's a guy who got in. Yep. Why is he the only one? I don't don't know. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but heck of a ball, heck of a catch. Heck of a catch. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know how he brought that pass down. Um, He is going to be so, so fun to watch. He almost housed a punt. He somehow found a way to catch that ball from Hinton Hooker. And the one thing that you can say about Squirrel is – his size it's not he doesn't have a ton of it and tough catch with a guy in, in his vicinity i don't know how he did it um our already almost almost want to see him at punt returner against florida already i'm very close to saying that um just i, I don't know yet that's it's tough to say put a freshman back there is the only reason i'm hesitant but no, he's gonna it. be so fun to watch Absolutely. So fun to watch. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll get to special teams, so I don't want to tackle that yet. All right, so let's move inside. We've we've talked backs a little bit. Anything else you want to say about our running back stable? Nothing too much more. I will say I like that we did show the speed option, and I agree with what you're saying about showing the read option in week one for Pitt, um, showing the speed option for Florida. All these things should be stuff that they have to be thinking about as they're trying to execute against the tip of Tennessee. Yeah. Um, and I hope we call every single variant of those plays against Florida because it seems like it's been very, very low usage on some of these plays. Um, but Samson Speed looks to be potentially as advertised. I really liked yeah. what he showed there on the speed options. 
Um, I think Justin William Thomas is going to come along fine in his career. Yeah. And I think Jalen Wright's going to be fine. You know, he leaves a little bit to be desired for me with his vision, mm-hmm. but he's young and I think it's going to only improve from here. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, back to the speed option thing, just for a second, I really think, and I have no way of being proven right or wrong with this, but I really think that the speed option was put on film to attack Britton Cox. He seems to be tunnel visioned. He's eyes on the cue, full speed. And so I'm th- I'm hoping that Hopple's going, okay, I got something for that. I watch this, right? Yes. Yeet, skeet. So <laughs> first you yeet him, then you skeet him. All right, so let's talk Kenneth Hooker for a second. Uh, kind of going, okay, hang on. How do I want to word this? Hooker so far in three games kind of feels like Oregon on the season, as in I'm not real sure what I'm getting with you yet, bud. Uh, your, Your starts have been pitiful. Bad, I mean, bad starts. Pitiful. I mean, you're getting it together, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to allow Florida any kind of points early. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think we can afford. I don't think we can afford to go three and out on the first two, three possessions against these guys. Don't give Anthony Richardson any confidence. Put Anthony Richardson in pressure situations, put him in in shootout situations, make him feel this constantly. Absolutely. Don't, don't ever let him look up to the scoreboard and go, oh, we got a, we got a 10-point lead here. Absolutely. You know what I'm Couldn't saying? agree more. Uh, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, it's it's weird to look back at the second game and think that he just threw the ball 18 times. I would have told you that he probably threw it 20, 25 times, just, my, just the way my gut felt. Um, but it's, it's also easy to forget how early he did come out. Um, but just some of these throws, man, the the way he's throwing them to me, higher than they should be. I thought by far the Hyatt touchdown, the slant, was his best pass of the game because Hyatt is blazing fast, yeah. and he hit him between the one and the one in, in, in Hyatt's number 11. Great pass, best of the day for me. Um, but I, I just need to see him iron these passes out. Um, you know, there's a chance – I don't know how this Florida game is going to go, but there's a chance that you could have guys running open in the secondary. I'm not going to say that it's going to be like we've seen so far, but um, they're not they're not the Florida of old. They're not they're not exceptionally deep in that secondary. I'll, I'll give you some numbers on our Orange Cast previewing this game about them, but they're not Florida of old. This is and not a must champ defense. Exactly. Yeah. So if if the guys are open, I don't need them waiting around for the ball to come down like how it was on the first touchdown, mm-hmm. um, or Tillman needing to go as high as he was to make those catches. I don't I don't need those things. I just need them crisp. And I think you could win this game going away if you're crisp and efficient, and you play your best game of the season because I don't think we've even approached that for Hendon or or many of these guys. You know, some of these defenders for sure have played yeah. well, but yeah. offensively we've not been 2021 at all. No, no, he's 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 going to have to start better, and and maybe you've got to get him a couple runs to get some contact. Maybe you got to, I, I don't know, get some get some balls downfield. I don't know what you have to do to get him comfortable, but I don't like how long it's taking. Agreed. At all, let's stay in the quarterback. Let's stay in the pocket, and let's talk Joe Milton just for a second. Hey, he's he's got more touchdown passes than Anthony Richardson. 
Hey, did you know? I think you and I have the same number as Anthony Richardson. That's kind of crazy. Oh, fact and we've check. got less tackles and interceptions. Wow. Holy smokes! Can y'all fact check this, please, listeners? Fact check, fact check. So, um, <laughs> Milton, just for a second. Oh, the Anthony Richardson. He's, he, you know, he's going to have a Heisman campaign, and you and I are going to be um, there. I'm just prepared for it. Yeah, yeah. just prepared for it. Mm-hmm. Y'all pray for us. We'll be there. We'll be in white. Come find us on the television. So, uh, Joe Milton, this pass to Ramel Keaton, let's talk about this. The guy rolls out of the pocket, which I'm not even sure he really needed to do. Agreed. Slings this thing. He hardly turns his hips from the opposite 35 and and puts it on, like, (laughs) in the bucket, right? Drops it right into him. I have I have a I have a serious question for you. If he does that against, oh shoot, who were they? Was it Ball it, State? Uh, Ball State last year. Bowling no, Green. Bowling Green. If he does that against Bowling Green last year, if he hits one of those against Pitt and never goes down, how different is this narrative about our quarterback situation? Wow, dude. If if he's doing that consistently, then I'm you're not even about... saying consistently because we are talking about an inferior opponent. I'm just saying that's true. That's why I said that's because true. in the pit game last year, he he definitely missed two. Oh yeah, absolutely. Might have been three. But... Might have been. Um, but if he's doing those things even semi consistently, then you're getting that talk that Levis and Richardson talk because the throws are ridiculous and yeah. the flicks of the wrist, mm-hmm. taking nothing from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that gets elevated into consistency or into mid-level throws, not just deep throws, if it gets, you know, brought down into mid-level throws accurately timed up, mm-hmm. dude, dude, he, he's exactly the reason you brought him in yeah. if, if he does that. And if, and if this is next year when we're talking about this, I cannot wait to see the TikToks from Nico absolutely <laughs> i'm so ready for the I, i'm not trying to get past it i'm right. just so excited dude for that battle it's gonna be fascinating yeah 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 yeah. so i mean milton has has definitely put on a show uh in in his <laughs> in his garbage time <laughs> all right let's uh let's talk special teams just for a second i, I got something that, that makes me angry we've gone three ga- we've gone three games now where we've almost one where we allowed a pump block ball state almost did it and now Akron almost did it, and we're not adjusting. Yeah. Um, what is Eckler doing? What's he doing? Uh, I'm not real sure. If you have to go into a max, uh, max protect, you need to do that. Because Florida Florida is, is – I guarantee you Napier is looking at this going, okay, if we're going to win this game, we're going to have to have some defensive plays – and we're going to have to have some special teams plays. And he's looking at the film, and he's going, there it is. There's our opportunity. Let's go block a punt. Yep. Um, We've heard players say things before like, I knew we were going to block that punt. I knew we were going to do it. And if, like, every team's saying that about Tennessee right now, like when they watch special teams footage um, and and it's Tennessee week for them, they're saying, yeah, absolutely, we're blocking – we're going to block every punt they have. If they're not going to adjust. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, honestly, I, I've I've not been in a meeting. I've not been on the field. I don't I don't know what we're doing. And I have a better option. You ready for this? 
let let Milton take the snap from 12 yards deep, right? And just throw it as high as he possibly can and let him pick it off. <laughs> yeah. Or it's a jump ball situation. We catch it first down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, no doubt, no doubt. So we, we've got to get that fixed. But but nonetheless, you know, a at the end of the day, it's a 63 to 6 win on paper against an extremely inferior opponent. We 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 got them on their got on them early. Should have been earlier since McGrath missed a field goal, which I have a feeling we're going to need him next week. Hope we don't. But if this game is any kind of indicator of the past, we're going to need him unless we just score, you know, 38 unanswered. (laughs) Hopefully we start the game with 38 unanswered and they don't ever score. But, yeah, we'll see when we get there. I am fine with that. Tennessee fans, be aware of the curse of the backup quarterback. All right. Be aware of that. It, no, don't know who it is, but be aware. What are you going to say? Could be a very alive and well if Richardson starts the way that he's played in games. I mean, if if you're Napier and that coaching staff, you're looking at him going, the talent's there, but the production is not. Do 100%. we need to sit him a drive or two and, you know, let – I don't know who their backup is. Whoever Jack backup. Miller is one. I can't think Jack. of the other name. But dude's hurt, is he not? He may be hurt. Okay. Um, okay. I'll have some names and I'll have some some numbers for you in our Orange Cast preview in this game. Okay, sounds good. Well, this is an Orange Cast on Akron. So, any closing statements on this Tennessee Ak- Akron game? Just to touch on one thing that we've talked about and briefly said in our weekend review. Mm-hmm. You you like that Florida could be saying that we didn't play our best, but we won that game against USF. And also, you don't like them to lose two games in a row in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. I just hope that Tennessee's not saying we cannot play our best and, and win because we've yet to play our best, frankly. That's, that's very fair. Here's my closing remark. Rumor on the street was that LeBron James was in the house for this game. I sure hope he was, and I sure hope he watched us get into the end zone time and time again. But you, we don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> Agreed. Sorry, Bronny. <laughs> we go don't to Ohio State. Want, go to Ohio State. Go go do the things. I'm not real sure why he was there, but still haven't confirmed that. Needless to say, this was Tennessee Akron special Orange Cast. I say special because it's special anytime we talk the balls. Thank you guys so much for listening in. We're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're on Pandora, we're in all the places. If we're not in all the places where you find your podcast, let us know. You can email us at pandemoniumreignspodcast at gmail.com and let us know. In the meantime, the greatest way that you can say thank you is by clicking the subscribe button, clicking the like button on YouTube, clicking the share button and sending it to your friend. I want you to think of a friend right now. Think of them, get you in the forefront of your mind and send them pandemonium reigns because we love to tickle ears give them a little celebration hand clappy thing i don't know if you're watching on youtube it makes sense if you're not then i look you know you probably think i'm an idiot anyway whatever <laughs> thank you so much for listening you could have been anywhere but you were with us it's uh several days until tennessee florida but we will meet you guys again on friday to talk about it until then have a fantastic week and go balls Falls, baby. See ya. Bye.